Hello and welcome to episode 23 of No Other Crack Pod. Hi. Any crack? Loads of crack. <laughs> Scout is like licking himself and scratching himself vigorously. So hopefully the <laughs> mic will not you're not saying I'm licking myself and scratching <laughs> myself. No, Scout. Too reiterated. Scout. 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 The dog. So, yes. <laughs> so... We are, well, we're just after finishing up in the Tassie, you were doing your talk. Yeah, so, I was um, doing a wee marketing talk in the Silver Tassie, and we're just home, and we're <laughs> scrambling our notes together. Scribbling and scrabbling. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we'll kick off with TV Guide. I watched this week, it was, not to keep going on about the Christmas movies, it came out last year, Love Hard. Love so, Hard? Darren's laughing here. Love hard. That's good. <laughs> Sounds but X rated or something. It's <laughs> no, it's a Christmas movie, but you know the way loads of people say Die Hard is a Christmas oh, movie. Oh, right, okay, yeah. So it's called Love Hard. I think you'd like it, Marie. Hold on. Okay, describe it. I have a wee bit of a feeling I've seen it. Okay, you possibly did see it because I watched it last year and I watched it again then this week. I liked it. It's cheesy, it's <laughs> Gets you in the form for Christmas. Mm. But you know that guy that you were saying takes the piss out of the Hallmark movies? Mm. This is like you're basically you think it was this movie he was taking the piss out of. So it's a writer. She's mm-hmm. based in L.A. And she's, um, what's the name of her article then? Always the Bridesmaid. Mm-hmm. And she keeps writing about how she's never finding love and blah, blah, blah. And then she gets chatting to this guy and the story goes from there. And... Yeah, it's just nice. It's a nice movie. She, I, I don't want to give away too much. I don't know, yeah, like if you describe it too much, it could lead yeah. to a spoiler. So there's a scene in it then at the start when she starts chatting to the guy. It's through, uh, what do you call it? Tinder mm-hmm. or whatever the movie alternative is. And I've seen this. Yeah. yeah I've seen this. It is and really And then he's good. saying that Die Hard isn't... He, he said Die Hard isn't a Christmas movie. And she was like, I'll give you seven reasons why it is. Mm. And she's like, it takes place during a Christmas party. It snows at the end. There's presents involved. Oh, and it, I'm yeah. so stupid. Like when I watched it, it's only this year now that I copped on why it's called Love Hard. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wait, I did see this. Yeah, but it's I actually really good. didn't like it. I know I did. It's no, really I liked it to a point and then it gets really weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's, but it's I still strange. would recommend it. Yeah. Fifty seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It's on Netflix. It's not so bad. Yeah. It's just mm. a good wee warm up for Christmas, all right. Yeah. So I got thinking then I was like what movies now would you say would you always watch at Christmas? Oh, Home Alone Two. That's what I start off Home with. Home Alone Two is good, yeah. Then Scrooged is a must. Okay. With Bill Murray. I don't think I've ever seen it. <gasps> it's amazing. Amazing, amazing, amazing. And we also like to watch Trading Places with Eddie Murphy and Dan Aykroyd. Never seen that. We love her like late 80s, early 90s. Christmas Trading movies. Places? Yeah. Oh, Trading Places is brilliant. It's like Eddie Murphy plays this homeless man. And Dan Aykroyd plays like a rich Wall Street broker. And it's one of those almost like a freaky, freaky Friday type switcheroo type thing. Oh, yeah. One is an Eddie Murphy's hilarious. And, you know, they're just um, these 
older Wall Street guys decide to do like a social experiment where they sack Dan Aykroyd so he's like jobless and they hire Eddie Murphy so it's like they trade places and it's uh, okay. Jamie Lee Curtis is in it too it's a oh. real good it's like a cult classic and it's quite festive very good so we always watch Home Alone 2 Scrooge trading places oh and how could I forget um, the night before. Have you ever seen this? The night before, no. Yes. Oh, with um, Seth Rogen and Jordan Joseph Gordon Levitt. Oh, I have, have seen this. I think. and Miley Cyrus is in it. No, maybe I didn't. Oh. <laughs> It's, I would um, remember my. Oh no, this is one of our favorites. Now this is three. Oh, I did. Yeah. I did see it. I did see yeah, it. The three three men and they're like early thirties, yeah. and every year they always met up on Christmas Eve in yes. New York and had a tradition going around New York doing different things. Yes. Um, and then now it's coming to this juncture where they're starting to grow up and deviate from their annual tradition, so they do the last ever one, and it's so good. So that was out in two thousand and fifteen. I yeah. only watched that once. Mm. Which I'm very surprised. Yeah, I did see that. It's a good one. I watched that again. Yeah, it's on Amazon Prime at the minute. What's your go to Christmas? We can do this in more depth as well. But what would be your. Like... I, I love Elf. See, I like watching things now. You're kind of getting in the humour for it. Mm. You don't like Elf. Darren's like so. Darren is Scrooge, like about watching, doing stuff too early, watching stuff too early. It's <laughs> Darren says it's I'm getting November. In the for- I'm getting in the form. I'm going Christmas shopping tomorrow. It's her, pre- it's her pre-Christmas. I don't have time Cheer. between now and Christmas. Especially when we stretch it out into the middle of January. <laughs> Scrooge here. Darn. <laughs> He's disgusting. Yeah, but sometimes Darren actually does this where he doesn't want to cr- start Christmas too early. So and what date does Christmas start for you? 24th of December? I know, and then one yeah. year we never no. even got to watch any no. movies because Darren <laughs> kept making us wait and wait and then we ended up not getting a chance to watch them at all. You know, when the notion strikes, you just go with it. So I was going to say Interstellar. Did you ever watch Interstellar? Interstellar! (laughs) This is going to be good, right? So we watched it, I think it was last year or was it the year before. Shout out to Sinead, my cousin who loves space movies. But it was on at Christmas Mm -hmm. and now I just associate it. With, with Christmas. Christmas. Okay, but yeah, when I was yeah. looking up then, there's a load of evidence where people think Interstellar is actually a Christmas film. What? Is that the one with Sandra Bullock in it? No. Matthew McConaughey. I don't know if I've seen that one. I'm Matthew not big into that genre, either. but at the same time, I can see why you'd have a nice association with it if you swatched it at Christmas. Yeah. So that's why I associate it with Christmas. But it's funny. Ah. I love um, actually watching Titanic at Christmas. Oh, you laughed at me and interested. <laughs> Let's watch a boat sink. <laughs> I think Christmas is just a good time for like really lengthy films. Yes, because you can nap to them. You <laughs> what? Well, yeah. While surrounded by food celebrations. Yeah. Not not little bounties. No. <laughs> um. I also, oh yeah, I actually re- had read a article about Christmas movies, but I thought this was good. It was like, films don't, this is what they said in it, 
I'll have to quote the article. Films don't need to include religion, religious references or a man in a red suit. Christmas changes every year and as such, what constitutes as a Christmas flick has expanded hugely. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, like Darren, you would always say Die Hard is a Christmas movie and that's that's heavily debated year on year. Mm. Do you Do you think? I'm gonna say something. I know. Now, probably, I've never seen Die Hard. <gasps> I've never seen it. I just never really. Maybe this Christmas, I should watch yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, you ought to watch it. Um. So that my my watching was light. Finished Peaky Blinders. You're totally up to date, mm-hmm. or like it's it's finished. Completely now, finished it. Ah. You need to watch it. Yeah, I must get back into it. It's unreal. And was your one in it much, Charlene McKenna? Not really that much. Oh. She kind of dipped in it. Her accent kind of annoyed me in it. Did she have her Monaghan accent? No, it wasn't. wasn't very strong. It just kind of. It wasn't really a northern accent or it wasn't really. Okay. It was just me now. It was probably a bit watered down. Yeah, maybe. But it, geez, it was unreal. Mm. So I hope they do bring out a film now. But I nearly want another series of it. Yeah. Rather well, than a film. Well, something that could kind of whet your appetite. Remember I had said before that Killian Murphy was on Armchair Expert podcast. Mm. You know, he doesn't do very many interviews. Yes. So um, if you haven't listened to that, it's good for any Peaky Blinders fan. Almost, yeah. So it's the Dak Shepherd Armchair Expert with Killian Murphy. You'd have to go way back or obviously just search. Kill- Scout's mouth is right up to the mic. Somebody <laughs> needs to take a photo of this. It's like me and Scout are doing a duet. <laughs> oh my God, Scouty. Oh, oh no, he stopped. <laughs> now he's going to start mauling my arm. Um. So TV Guide for my watching was very late as well. We went to start watching a show that Darren had heard was good called 1899. Um, and it's set in 1899. Uh, and it's oh, about this, <laughs> this big boat going from London. Uh, it's some, and there's some kind of like eerie mystery to it. Now, we didn't get very far in it, but it seems like it's going to be good. It gets 79% in Rotten Tomatoes. Um, I think the boat... Basically, oh, I'm not. It, it collides with another boat, or another boat joins up with it, or something. Oh. What's really weird about it is, right, the main characters are speaking English, but mm-hmm. all the other people on the boat that are from different countries are speaking in the foreign languages and dubbed. So we were oh. getting really confused. We're like, "Is this dubbed?" And then we're like, no, because the people who are speaking English aren't. But then there are the people who were meant to be French or German or Japanese were dubbed, were over, dubbed over English. Yeah, that isn't that quite confusing. That's very confusing because if they were speaking, so say the French person is speaking to an English person. Well, they were speaking to one another okay. so far in it. Well, so that makes no sense that yeah, they're dubbed over. So disorientating. But I think we will stick with it. So did you watch Good Games? Yeah, yeah. And did you watch it dubbed over or yeah. did you watch it with subtitles? We watched it dubbed over. I started watching it dubbed over and then everyone was like, oh, watch it with subtitles. It's way better. Apparently it was yeah, better so to do it that way. Mm, I, I found the dubbed over really off-putting. Like. I know. It takes you a while to get used to yeah. it. Um, another thing. So for anybody who loves 
the like virgin river genre the easy on the brain genre yeah i don't know did i mention this before but there's another one on netflix called chesapeake shores yeah have i mentioned this i think you may have briefly mentioned it it is is it chess or is it shakespeare shakespeare no i don't know maybe i'm pronouncing it wrong Maybe I'm not sure now if you mentioned it or I definitely had heard people are watching it. It's a Hallmark series. Oh, is that Hallmark? Yeah. And it's, um, I'm getting deja vu, but anyway, excuse me if I'm repeating myself, but your man is in it from Desperate Housewives. What do you remember him? Oh yeah, Jesse Metcalf. Yeah, it? he's in it. Yes, you did and mention it. Yeah, but it is, it's so, it is quite good. Like, is it? It's very predictable, comforting, cheesy, hallmarky on Netflix. There's like seven series. Okay. <gasps> I also heard people mentioning you didn't watch Dynasty. No. A lot of people are watching Dynasty as well. Oh. Then I heard of quite a good thing coming out on Netflix, I think today or tomorrow, called The Swimmers. Did you hear about this at all? (laughs) (laughs) The No. Uh, Let me see now. That's a terrible name. The Swimmers. Okay, well, wait to hear what it's about. (laughs) (laughs) It's not even about anything funny, but it's meant to be quite good. So it is... Two Syrian sisters flee their war-torn home in Damascus, swim for hours in choppy Mediterranean seas to reach Greece as asylum seakers before going on to compete at the Rio Olympic Games. And this is a biographical drama based on a true story and it's meant to be phenomenal. Is it a show or series? It is a movie, I believe. A movie, sorry, that's what I meant to say. Um... Maybe if anyone could, I'll try and fact check that now. The swimmers, I saw Dawn, you know, Dawn O'Porter. Yeah. She was recommending it on Instagram because I think she got a preview of it. um, Because she works for a charity called Choose Love, which is like all about raising money for refugees coming into the UK. So she says this is really good because it humanizes a refugee story. Mm -hmm. Yeah. so let's see, is it a show? I th- no, I believe it's a, uh, yeah, it's a film. It's a biographical drama film. Um, the story of the miraculous journey made by swimming sisters, Yusra and Sarah Mardini, who fled as refugees from war-torn Syria. And it gets 80% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, wow, that sounds amazing. Yeah, so I think it's, um, it's yeah, it was released on Netflix today. Okay. So the swimmers. swimmers. So I'm going to watch, hopefully watch that before next week. So I'll let you know if it's good. Lovely. So that all your TV guide? Mm-hmm. World Wide Web. Do you know what I've seen? <laughs> now, I didn't see the original segment, but this has been floating around now kind of on Facebook and Instagram. Do you see the crack with the water bottles? Hot water bottles? No. Okay. <laughs> My mind was blown. So apparently there was a segment on this morning Mm -hmm. and there was this woman on basically she had her hot water bottle had bust basically right and she got third degree burns from it so now this is floating around all social media it's saying to check your hot water bottle Hmm. there's like this little flower symbol on your hot hot water bottle three i'll tell you why i'm laughing in a minute (laughs) so it's like a flower it looks like a little flower. So in the middle, there's a number. Mm. And then 
there's like petals around it. So the number in the middle represents the year it was made. The petals around it represent the month. And then there's little dots in the petals that represent the week that it was made. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there was all these examples up. So I bought a new hot water bottle, checked it, made in, it said 22 in the middle. But then I have this old hot water bottle that I always like gravitate to that's just, you know, worn mm-hmm. and lovable. But much beloved. 2014. Right. And is there like kind so of a So the only meant to keep them three years. <gasps> is that all the shelf life of a hot water that's bottle That's the shelf life of a hot water bottle. Jeepers, I'd say there's ones knocking about Irish homes for 20 yeah. years. So I just think all the listeners should check your hot water bottle yeah. for the crack because I, I like I was like God I have that hot water bottle now while oh mind blown I only have one wee one and actually I'm kinda s- it's Neves but I must check it I'm kind of sad now because I'd be afraid of the bus but I don't think it will your old one yeah mm, you better dump it I know yeah I know you love it but <laughs> <laughs> oh it's too risky But you would think They'd be hardy things But I suppose If you're pouring bo- Boiling water into it Every night <laughs> There's a fair amount Of wear and tear I see there's fascinating I had no idea Yeah about that. So like I was shocked then When I checked the new one Then to say that Oh so I was like That got me rain So that's the little Petal thing there There's my 2014 Oh my god Yeah Because you see things like that And you don't even think Twice about the meaning Yeah I was reading and then it is it is actually legit. Wow. But I see there's these well actually I seen them a few months ago. They're called Cozy Joes. They're like electric <laughs> things you plug in mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you bring it to bed with you. But it's like an electric hot water bottle. Right, you charge it kind so of. So it thing. like charges up and then you take it to bed with you. That'll be handy. More handy than a hot water bottle. Um, yes. Probably, yeah. Yeah. With the price ESB now, Marie. <laughs> you know, I used to remember Darren. I used to like rarely go to bed without a hot water bottle for years, and then I like put my one I had away, couldn't find it, and I've never used one since. And that was about six years ago. Oh, I love them. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I don't know. I'm not um, not opposed to hot water bottles, but I'm nowhere near as attached as I used to be. <laughs> Marie Shields opposed to water bottles (laughs) (laughs) So yeah that was the crack now that I've seen You know usually you see this Shite that people are sharing everywhere, But actually it is Yeah it's legit I do do think that should be Yeah that's a very good thing to know Warning warning Safety tip Yeah Cool well I saw this article Floating about It was on the Today Show and it said, should kids have to defend their holiday gift list? Marketing executive mom says yes. Okay, so I have some context here. <laughs> so let me say. Should so kids have to defend their, their holiday? Ho- like their Santa list. Oh, their Santa list. I was like, is this the, like their shopping list for their aunts and uncles? No, this is their okay. Santa list. So right. She says. This mom, marketing executive mother says, no, it's not me, by the way. Um, It's never too too early to learn how to present your perspective and convince your audience to agree to your asks. Um, So marketing executive Bozoma St. John is giving her daughter, Lail, an important gift this Christmas, learning the art of a good pitch. 
Oh my god. <laughs> so St. John shared on Instagram photos and videos of Lael, age 13, expertly delivering a PowerPoint presentation of her Christmas list. She's 13? Mm. Okay. That's a wee bit different now. So it's never too <laughs> early to learn how to present your perspective, blah, blah, blah. So And so it's been our tradition. Lael has always presented her list. Now we'll see if she can get us, her audience, to buy into her idea her ideas literally what do i want makeup clothes and shoes um and then Lael <laughs> outlines via powerpoint why she needs this items it goes on and on and on like this and then the comments were like up in arms about the fact that this child has to like make a presentation to justify her christmas list um so loads of people were saying that's a bit cruel. You're spoiling like the spirit of Christmas. That's complete clickbait. Yeah, and then other people are like, ah, oh, no, in fairness, it's good communication skills. Like so, but like, yeah, I even thought she was like five when I saw the headline. <laughs> I'm thinking thirteen. Like that's kind Lail, of Lail twenty two So yeah, yeah, I'll share a link to the article. You can see Lail's presentation and all like I'm a bit speechless actually (laughs) there's so many aspects of that story I'm just imagining Clara they're trying to do a big presentation a powerpoint presentation yeah and also I hate powerpoint I would never use that to make a presentation so I would be like no lil no lil so generic (laughs) but what about good old pen and paper like Mm. and just ask for it I know. Why does everything have to be so overcomplicated? And why does she have to state why she wants it? Like her mum just thinks it's really good for her to like convince them. I think that's a load of beep. <laughs> yeah, well, the comments are 50-50. So she's of, that is clickbait. She's mm. looking for. Yeah, I know. The mum's probably looking a bit for of clients publicity. or something. So that was yeah. all really I saw that spiked, sparked my interest rather. Any recommendations? Recommendations? Hmm. So you had recommended the Lancome Hypnose 8, isn't it 8? Mm-hmm. The mascara. mascara. So I'd finished that. Now I didn't notice any, I um, oh. don't know, did my lashes grow? Or any, you know the way we were saying, so there's yeah. a serum in this mascara. It's grand mascara. But mm. my go-to was the YSL Fall Lash Mascara. Mm-hmm. Again, it's a bit pricier. But I had got it before and I loved it. So mm-hmm. I got it again mm-hmm. and I love it. Maybe I'll try that next. It's I did notice lash. length was mine because I was really not? like disciplined about did. the Lancome hypnose it wearing it like every day. So I feel like I did get a wee bit of length. Did you? But I don't know would I buy another one. No, I wouldn't buy another one. So I might try the YSL faux lash, is it? Yeah. Okay. Faux, la- faux lash. But I actually... I love a cheap mascara. That's what I was just going to say because don't <laughs> don't think we're complete snobs recommending these really expensive mascaras. No. Like personally, the YSL Fall Lash Mascara, I think if it's something you're wearing every day, you're meant to dump your mascara after three months mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how many people do that. But I just think it's worth the splurge if you think it's really good. But there is very good cheap mascaras. Yeah, I used to always wear this Catrice baby doll um, mascara. And it was a, a, like a lilac 
uh, tube. It was lilac, like purple mascara. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck what age you oh, It's like the stuff you got when you were younger Blue The hair mascara. mascara Remember the hair mascara I can yeah. smell it Yeah I do remember it um, And did you, you ever actually use blue mascara on your eyes? No I used to wear blue eyeliner all the time oh, yeah. remember? I remember that Yeah. On the school bus I <laughs> loved it back in the day <laughs> Way back when <laughs> Shout out to Hugh Gallagher <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say um, yeah so that's the crack with the mascara I just yeah. I really like the fall ash mascara But it is mm-hmm. I can't even think now what it's in and around 35 Yeah spicy Which is But if you want a wee treat yeah. On to the <laughs> Another thing I was looking at So you know when you're makeup And you have the little tub symbol Where there's a number in it And that's how long you're meant to keep it Mm-hmm. You know, like six oh, months yeah, for something. Yeah, yeah. And like, would you adhere to that or? No, like the products I love, I go through fairly quick. Anyway. Yeah. Like say like foundation. I don't mm-hmm. think I'd get the six month out no. of my foundation, but yeah. everything else I ignore yeah. and keep. Yeah. Because the powders are like, mm. it'd be a waste. Mm-hmm. I think. But you can kind of decant, scrape off the top of a powder if you think yeah. it's getting a bit, yeah. the oil sticking it together. But anyway, that's all that mm-hmm. out of date makeup chat. Um, I definitely would recommend the YSL Fall Lash Mascara. Yeah. Um, I don't even know if I have a recommendation this week. My God, Marie. I know. I honestly can't think. I didn't really... Do I didn't eat anything. I didn't use anything. <laughs> <laughs> I ate but like nothing significantly interesting. We had a Peppa Pig birthday cake from Tesco. It was quite nice at the weekend. What's the caterpillar from? Oh, Colin. Is he from Tesco? Isn't Colin like, yeah, the generic one and then Cuthbert? Cuthbert. <laughs> is like the Aldi Sounds one. Sounds like you're trying to say custard <laughs> with the <laughs> lisp. <laughs> um. Yeah, oh, that's sorry. what I was thinking. That's yeah, Max and Spencer. Oh, oh, sorry, am I boring you? <laughs> sorry, I'm wrecked. <laughs> the dedication. <laughs> um, yeah, because oh, there was a big Twitter row, wasn't there, between Marks and Spencer's and Aldi about the whole Colin Cuthbert thing? Yeah. Yeah. Um, American Spencers are good with their name Like Percy Pig, Colin the Caterpillar Yeah they are, they're cult foods We're, we're easy amused like yeah. Oh actually speaking of desserts Here we go Brona, Brona was saying that She had like the most epic cupcakes ever Out of the Tasty Tucker and Kilmacrenan Where I wouldn't even think you'd get cupcakes The Tasty there. Tucker yeah. She says the cupcakes and cheesecake are out of this world mm. Yeah So must give that a wee world I like cheesecake. I love cheesecake. <laughs> I've seen this week. Isn't it really like it rages me the things you can get in America that you can't get here because I seen this thing during the week and it was a picture of strawberries being dipped into this. It looked like a Philadelphia cream cheese tub, mm-hmm. but it was Philadelphia cheesecake filling. Mm-hmm. So it comes as a cheesecake filling. Oh, right. Specifically. Yeah. So it's a to- it's not the cream cheese, it's cheesecake mm. filling. Oh wow. Isn't that ama- amazing? Like Yum. you can't get it here, I was searching. Mm. Far and wide. 
Bush. No, I haven't had anything interesting to to eat this week. Oh, Darn well, have we? No. Yeah, no. no just all so. running the middle stuff, was it? Bog standard. Well, no, Darren made me a nice dinner last night, but it was just salmon and rice. <laughs> okay, we'll <laughs> edit that out there, Darren. Just, just salmon and rice? <laughs> like, it was like really plain, but lovely. Organic. Organic sal- salmon <laughs> and rice. <laughs> um, any interesting biz chat? Okay, this is... This may sound a bit morbid, and it probably is. <laughs> you recommending an Undertaker? <laughs> yes, actually, I am. <laughs> right? I'm not recommending an Undertaker. Oh, sorry, it's just Biz Chat. It's just sorry, Biz sorry, Chat. Sorry, so there's yeah. this Obviously lady, not. lady in France called Isabelle Plumereau. She is an Undertaker who now has um, introduced a bicycle hearse. That she ho- <laughs> she hopes will bring a new green way of conducting funerals. This already exists in Switzerland and Denmark, but like God forgive me, I burst out laughing when I seen the bicycle because oh it looks like a bicycle. But where you think the hearse would be behind, it's actually in front. So you're pedaling, and the actual body's in front of you, like a yes. basket. Yes. Like an extra large basket. Oh my god. LK Bikes if you're listening. <laughs> Stop <laughs> it. <laughs> There's a weak gap on the market. Oh so, my god. She actually had said that <laughs> trying to market herself. She says, will you walk on the same pace with the bicycle that you would with the car? <laughs> I am so confused. I need to see a visual reference. Do you, do you want to see it? Yeah. Okay. There you go. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we will share the picture. This most bizarre looking thing. It kind of looks like she's selling coffee, doesn't it? Yeah. Doesn't it it looks there. like a little artisan like trolley. Oh, it's, it's nice. I would get a flat white from her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So anyway, best uh, of luck to you, Isabel. Good on you, Isabel. <laughs> Patty. A greener away to go. Yeah. Like it'll be pun. tight peddling. Mmm. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah, it, oh, it, like it is. Like obviously not yeah. here. Like you wouldn't be able no, to it go wouldn't from work like here. Glenn to Kerry Garten that. But it only makes sense. I would <laughs> if I was stuck behind that <laughs> behind that traffic. You'd be like, oh my god, you'd be raging. But yeah, so that's all the crack there. Hmm. Best luck to her. Um, I was just gonna recommend a cool little boutique in Letterkenny. I may have mentioned them before too. I seem to have forgotten everything I've ever said. But OTT Boutique. Never heard of them. You've never heard of them? Mm-mm. OTT Boutique. Mm-mm. Oliver Plunkett Road. Beside like... When you said Oliver Plunkett Road, I was like, but that's <laughs> O-P. <laughs> it doesn't stand for it. It stands <laughs> for Over the Top, I think. Over the Top, okay. Um, So it's a lovely woman called Simone, uh, who is very stylish and she had a dream of opening her own boutique and she did so in recent months and it's kind of like I'd say somewhere between casual and occasion wear like this dress I have on me tonight the black polo neck velvet dress is from there and there's loads of bits like that is that why you wouldn't tell me where it was from (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know did you oh you complimented it (laughs) but I um 
so yeah Simone just set up in the past two months and like her shop is so quirky there's accessories and clothing you'd get stuff you definitely like night out and kind of I wouldn't say full on occasion wear mm-hmm. but like night out sort of christening oh my God, 30th that dress you can the minute is yeah. lovely oh yeah I love this dress so much like it's just really comfortable and like versatile a nice little slit there as well yeah like, I yeah. love a slit I love um, a slit <laughs> so uh, it's all ca- like as well Simone was saying too she doesn't carry a lot of the same thing so if she orders something in she'll only order about like you know between say three and five pieces mm-hmm. so it's not like everyone in Letterkenny is going to be knocking about wearing all the same clothes Yes, and she is now a stockist of Sister Jane I don't know if you know more, like the Sister Jane label it's like a no. really quirky UK label okay. Um, they do class dresses and coats and like statement blouses and things and yeah, I'm very oh, impressed with lovely. it. And I wish Simone all the best with it. I'll definitely check it out. And then I just wanted an honourable mention for Black Friday because Darren was criticising oh, Black Friday. Oh, he's recoiling in the chair here. Um, I get where Darren's coming from to an extent that obviously like these Americanized commercial dates have made their way across the waters and it can feel a little bit intense and then some companies do tick the back where they do like a Black Friday <laughs> fortnight but in fairness to it like now this is slightly controversial <laughs> I respect everyone's views on how to do business but I have seen some businesses making this big point of like we are not participating in Black Friday and that's like fine. I don't, I don't know if you need to state it because at the end of the day you're still in the business of making money so don't make those who want to leverage Black Friday I feel bad because you're virtue signaling against doing it. I didn't realise people say they're not partaking. Oh yeah, loads of people do. Oh really? I didn't know that. Which is grand too. Like, And then they do Green Friday so they champion Irish a little bit and they might... Um, you know, just Green Friday. When's Green Friday? Some people call, pretend Black Friday's Green Friday instead, oh. and then I think there was an official date for it as well. Okay. And obviously, some brands are smaller, and their margins are that tight that they can't. Like, so they're trying to say they're only saying like we're not participating in Black Friday because yeah. literally our, our costings are that lean that we can't offer a discount. Sometimes that as I Ronan Keaton like. says. You say it best when you say nothing at all. Yeah, exactly. Like, no like, one asked you, like, <laughs> if you were doing it or not. But like, <laughs> <laughs> no, like, you know, just don't say nothing. Nobody would even notice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm just, but they want to blue Peter badge for not doing it. No. I just don't think anybody really cares that much. No, and I think, like, as well, like, Black Friday is down to your own, like, consumer habits. If you're looking for a pair of shoes mm-hmm. or a piece of technology and you have been for a while and then you can get it at a discounted rate during Black Friday, great. But I yeah. suppose don't be going in gung-ho or being intimidated well, by ads I and actually buying stuff done for the sake of it. Before Black Friday, I actually wrote a list of things that I wanted to get. And if they weren't, like I wasn't just veering outside that list. Yeah, well that's good controlled spending habits. Thank you. Yes. Because otherwise you'd go just daft buying things, especially when you're planning a new house. Yeah, you have to be sensible. Yes, I do. Darn what? <laughs> Darn it, this was your thing. This is your thing. I don't have a mic. 
We need to get a we mic. We should have looked for a mic on Black Friday deals. Oh my God, yeah, Darren, <laughs> why don't you go on and see if there's any mics now on Black Friday? Uh, I'll wait till next week and pay full price. Yeah, like a chump. Like a chump? What? I'd rather be a chump than a Black Friday sheep. Okay, Darren oh. said he would rather pay full price than participate in Black Friday. Ah, that's just been daft. Notion. <laughs> so, I have a little bit of trivia here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> trivia? Drivel. Drivel trivia. <laughs> trivia. Um, but to go back to last week, you mentioned the fun fact on Google when you put it in and it brings up, generates these fun facts, mm-hmm. which we've kind of replaced Irish pub crack with yeah. the fun fact thing. But... Again, shout out to Sinead, who remembered the name of... Remember I was saying there was a website I used to use years ago? Mm. It's called StumbleUpon. Oh my act- God, yeah! Do you remember StumbleUpon? Yeah, yeah. yeah, so I used to love StumbleUpon. But I see you can get an app of it now. Oh my God, get so that. So I'm getting it mm. really interesting, like oh if you God, want just random class. trivia. I used to love that. So <laughs> I just see trivia here. Um, do crocodiles cry? I don't know, do they? Well, here's the answer it's given me. For centuries, insincere humans have been said to cry crocodile tears. A nod to the famous tale the crocs weep with false remorse while devouring their prey. Now research has shown that some reptiles really do shed tears during a meal, but most likely for biological rather than emotional reasons. Oh my (laughs) gosh, that's where crocodile tears comes from. Yeah. So like you're chowing down on a man's leg, crying. Mm. Oh my <laughs> God, I, I remember. The, the crocodile, like not a, not a person. The, a teacher said that, used that phrase to me one time at school. Crocodile tears. Yeah. I was like, oh God. I was in trouble because I tried to leave. Oh, I asked dad if he'd collect me so that I wouldn't have to do a German test. <laughs> so but then he was late. And like the class had started and I was waiting outside, like, come on. And then <laughs> she saw me outside waiting on him for like 20 minutes when I easily could have done the test. And then when I got called back in, I start crying in panic. And she was like, stop with those old crocodile tears. <laughs> not Did you name, know what not crocodile tears any names. And I was like, I was so shook. I was like, oh my God, like they're genuine tears. Oh, you knew what crocodile tears were. At the yeah. Time. But that's just triggered me. Oh, sorry. Didn't mean to do that. <laughs> so that's all the crack. <laughs> oh, I have a quick joke. Oh, Jesus, you have a joke as well. Yeah. <laughs> what do sprinters eat before they fast? I don't know. This is going to be good. Oh, my God. Sorry. No, I'm, I totally fudged it up. She choked. <laughs> she choked. <laughs> Let's see. What was that again? Marie. <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. Tune in next week for the answer. Yeah. I'll, I'll have to read. Will I just say it now? Oh, wait, next say it week. now. Say it now. So I was meant to say, <laughs> what do sprinters eat before they race? Okay. Nothing. They fast. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, that's all the crack. So tune in next week for <laughs> episode twenty-four. Thanks as always for listening and for you know joining in on the crack over at no other crack underscore pod. Uh, we shall chat to you all next week. Bye. Bye bye.